0: hey and welcome to this new episode or first episode of my podcast i'm actually recording this after i recorded the whole episode so i'm a little bit more into this so i just wanted to say thank you for listening um this podcast is about some series i watched some books i read movies i watched so i guess Have fun. And I really try my best to speak English that you can understand. Sorry if something is wrong. Um, Yeah. So, have fun. By the way, sorry if you hear my fire in the background. (laughs) It's very cold here. The first like series i watched it's like a mini series it was published in 2019 i think it was september yeah it's true crime and drama like true crime crime already spoilers um it happened exactly the way like name were exchanged but the general timeline and even specific details remained with like the original storyline so the series starts in august 2008 with Uh, the rape of Marie Adler and reported the the very next day some specific details about Marie she's 18 at the time of her rape grew up as a foster child so she had several families, no stable environment and she felt very insecure and overwhelmed by the situation the police wouldn't believe her so she didn't Like speak up about the police because the police is so dominant, and she was afraid she would get like a stamp that she's a liar, um, which she obviously got, and after this she declared that she only imagined the rape. Some years after the rape of Marie in 2011, Detective DeWol, a woman, investigated the rape of Amber Stevenson which also lacked clues, like the one from Marie, because the police didn't believe Marie, because there were no DNA samples on Marie, no traces. Um, The offender took the bed sheets, so there were no traces. And the same thing happened with Amber. She also got raped for several hours. No bed sheets, no traces, no DNA samples. But... The big difference detective DeVoe treated her gently and shows empathy so she don't directly says I don't believe you you're a liar just tell me you lied like the police did to Marie which I think is very strong from her because I think I would also think that the girl lies Kong's time the detectives are Always faced with unexpected incidents, and so they informed the FBI, um, which is again coordinated by a man, and he, for once, does not take the case seriously. So they have to work a little bit harder so this man would believe them that this is like very important to clear this because the woman's who lived through this rape just need to know that the person who did this is not could not do it again or could not do it to another one so this is like the story in pretty fast <laughs> um i don't want it to say too much so i thought i just do it very short um yeah what is my conclusion about or in this series um for me it was hard to watch sometimes because it's very brutal and very emotional maybe for some persons maybe also for me um it wasn't like the right thing to watch maybe because you could get a trauma or really overthink everything you see which happened to me um or when you have experiences with sex sexual assault um maybe not watch this i think it's great that the series deals with very current topics like sexualizing raping female power and also equality like it's almost normal in our society um you can like cat call someone or just using girls and women like you want and when you want kind of so i think it's pretty like in time and which is the most important thing about these topics there is always someone who could help you yeah this is just what i wanted to say it's hard to search help But it can help and I think you should try. So the second series I watched in this time um, through the lockdown and quarantining and I don't know what else (laughs) is dead to me dead like someone died oh i love this series (laughs) um that to me is like a dramedy black comedy and tragic comedy series also on netflix where else Uh, it was published in may 2019 i know 2019 but i'm not sure about may i think it was may um and it's literally about two completely different women and two dead men. Yeah, it's, it's again something a little brutal, but I really loved this series. So, first of all, Jen Harding. She's a choleric, sarcastic, and very direct real estate gay agent, and she is married to her husband Ted. But this marriage is nothing, no, not nothing. This marriage is anything but happy so yeah she had a pretty hard time and when ted is hit by a car he died and now jen has to look after her sons jolly and henry and she has to um cope with the whims of her narcissistic mother-in-law lona which is pretty annoying even to watch so after this incident she went to a self-help group and there she meets Judy Hale and Judy is like this this completely different kind of human like she is extremely self-destructive has almost no self-confidence and suffers from depression she just remains optimistic and is friendly to everyone and Although she has suffered several miscarriages and her f- fiance is this how you pronounce it? I don't know. Uh, fiance Steve Wood, an arrogant account accountant was this like his job? I don't know. Um anyway, he was a money launderer for the Greek mafia and recently left her. Yeah, he left her and it was very hard for her after her miscarriages and so she like hated him but still loved him like. And later in the story he wants her back and even manipulates her by gaslighting. So this is very exciting to watch actually because you know she shouldn't do but you kind of want that she does it again. So the story goes on. So it was very interesting to watch. So despite their very different personalities, um, they developed a friendship. And which, however, tre- threatens to fail when Judy realizes in desperation that she's responsible for de- Tad's death. So this, like, broke the friendship, for a little bit of time but then there was like a situation between Jen and Steve now we jump into season 2 Steve is dead now swimming with his dead body in Jen's swimming pool so Jen and Judy try to hide the body and they do it in the forest. And because of the surveillance cameras in the neighborhood and the investigations of Nick Pranger, Prager how do you pronounce this name in English? I have no idea. And Detective Paris. I guess this is how you pronounce it. I don't know. These names are so difficult. Okay. (laughs) Um, But also by Steve's twin brother ben ben suddenly turns up looking for his brother steve and judy starts to spend more time with jen and her sons and also meets michelle um she falls in love with michelle but this is very risky because she michelle is paris ex-girlfriend and they still live together and when you remember well what i just said paris is a detective and investigates the case about um around steve's death or loss because they don't know that he died yet in the same time it turns out the police chief howard hastings is a corrupt ally of the greek mafia so he worked together with steve wood because they both worked together with the greek mafia (laughs) so judy is at the same time confronted with her drug addicted mom Uh, she's in prison and she wants judy to help her to get out which judy don't help her with because her mom always been let me say different judy has always been emotionally emotionally abused by her mom so I don't know why this happened to be in this series but it was kind of interesting to see something about judy's family once sometime later like a few weeks when they hid the body from steve in the forest jen finally decided to turn herself into the police she leaves farewell let- letters to judy and her sons and she wants to lead paris detective paris the ex-girlfriend from Michelle. She wants to lead Paris to the body but can't find it. So after they talked about some things in the car, Paris decides to let her go and she also returns confiscated pictures to Judy. And in these pictures, Judy drew like a few years ago, were money hiding in them so jen could pay off her debts to lorna her mother-in-law and also buys a car for her son charlie and the end of the episode is that jen and judy drove in this car got rammed the driver commits hit and run again and it turns out the driver is ben the twin brother of steve um who is drunk is like the last scene of the episode last scene of the last episode of season two which is the last season (laughs) um they survived jen and judy survived are injured the car is completely damaged and they don't know what to do so no one has an idea what they did after if they catch ben or i'm very interested in this so i want to hear or see season 3. As I said. At some points it was so hilarious. At others it was very exciting. Or emotional. And as I said before. I liked Judy the most. Because I kind of could identify myself with her. And it was so much easier to watch. Um, been like unbelievable because yeah it was just like more to laugh about and at some points it was so unclear what you should think about and i don't know it was so cool to watch this i couldn't stop when i started so now you could ask yourself like what are like the things these series have in common And I actually thought about this because I didn't watch them. Because I thought, oh, they are like similar. So I thought about this. And I came to the conclusion that there are some similarities in the work of the police. Who is in the series pretty big actually. Like they work pretty similar. And I think the police officers in that to me worked pretty like the same way as the police officers who wanted to help marie adler in unbelievable but like just made her situation even worse um this is like the biggest one and the other one is that in both series there are like kind of strong women in front in in a front place kind of so i think this is also a big similarity in between these two series so this was my first episode of my first podcast which i think i know how i'm gonna name it now i think my the next episode is about a book i'm reading right now um i'm not completely sure because i'm not sure if i like this book but maybe i'll just read it and make a podcast about it So stay tuned and see you. Bye.